Hello, and welcome to the third of the Ask Me Anything Betfair Trading Community podcast. This is really, really great, and um, I'm really enjoying doing this podcast. And it's really great to get some feedback from you guys as well, as I've I keep mentioning and keep saying that, you know, we won't do this without the feedback. You know, if you if you say it's absolutely rubbish, then we'll get rid of it. If you like it, um, we'll keep it. And this is, I got actually got an email from uh, David Griefson. Hopefully I've said your name right. And he starts with, hey, Ryan, just a quick message to thank you for your answers in your latest podcast. Definitely looking at dobbing and interested in your horse lace selection process. Seems like a good starting point for selections rather than having to go for every race. Like you said in the podcast, I know what I need to do. And thanks to BTC videos and membership, it's a step-by-step process. I can't always devote a lot of time to this, so I'm not putting too much pressure on myself. Definitely slow growth for me. Um, One last thing to mention, I found it interesting to read through the comments after BTC videos, as there's some very helpful bits of information from people about how they manage certain situations. Keep it up, mate. Looking forward to the next podcast. Well, hello, Dave. Hopefully you are listening to this. Um, I'd love to know what you're doing when you listen to this podcast as well, guys. Like, you know, do you listen to them in the bath, on the way to work? You know, we can use this start starting section, this opening section, just to, you know, have a bit of a, like a community feel to it, a bit of a shout out to people. You know, um, tell me something funny or tell me something cool and, you know, I'll pick one person and we'll, probably shout them out or something. We'll do something like that. Um, But that's a really, really good point that you mentioned. A lot of people just watch our videos on YouTube, read some of the comments, because one of the things that we do, and I think we do this better than anybody else, is we encourage people to interact with us. We don't stand there and shout, we're better than everybody else. We don't think that we are the smartest traders in the room all the time. You know, we there's always a different way to trade. There's always a different angle and together we're all smarter. So, you know, we take the feedback on board. We listen to what other people say. And because we've done that and we are that approachable, people engage with our content differently to other people's content so that they actually share what they're doing in the YouTube comments. No one's asked them to do that. And that's amazing. So imagine what, imagine if that's happening on the YouTube videos, which is free Imagine what's happening in our community. I Honestly, this isn't a sales pitch. I just cannot believe how amazing our members are and how helpful they are to each other. So yeah, just a little bit of a shout out there. Um, I'm absolutely loving this podcast as well, by the way. This, is, this has changed my life, this podcast, because those emails, I love talking to traders. I love it. And some of the fun, I'll be honest, some of the fun was taken away when there was just so many replies. Um, And they just took so long, especially when I would batch them to get them done. And then the hand grenade that is my daughter would come running into the room while I'm trying to record a video or I am trying to, you know, um, answer something in depth. This is really, really good for me. Um, And also I can do it when she's out uh, and I can just get through it. And it's fun. It's fun. And that's what Betfair Trading Community is all about. That's why I built Betfair Trading Community, to make it fun. Um, So if you want to get your questions answered, like I say, there's no limit in the show notes. I will leave a link to how you go and do that. So you can go and do that. And um, there's just a form, fill it in. If you email in as well, you will get, if you email your questions in, you will get told to go put them on the form. I will be honest, if you can't be bothered to fill out a form, then I'm not going to answer your question. Um Sorry, but it takes you like two minutes to fill out the form and it's not costing you anything. 
and it's just this is just such a good way of doing it and you're actually helping everybody else you're buying into the ethos of btc whether you're a member or not then that no question is a daft one and that help will always be given to those who ask so you just all you got to do is fill a form in okay and if you can't fill a form in as well i will also i have a habit of being quite to the point if you can't fill a form in how do you expect to be a profitable trader like if you can't be bothered to fill a form in then come on come on so put yourself together. Okay, guys. Right. So let's get to the questions. So what I've got to do this week is I've got to start with the ones that I didn't know the answer to last week. So they were when closing a trade using a percentage offset option, how does the trade close if the percentage offset has not been reached, i.e. 5% offset and a 10% stop loss, but the price hovers between plus four and minus eight, not enough to close the trade and evoke a stop loss. Do I simply take BSP or is there another option i had no idea to be honest how to answer that so i asked adam now adam is the genius that is the horse racing trader he is the brain behind the horse racing software so he answered it this way it depends how you have set how you have set up your exit time on the time slider if this is set to race end and your exit price criteria are not hit it will basically just let the bet run if you set it to some earlier time it will simply close your trade at whatever price was trading at that time Okay, so hopefully that answers your question. If it doesn't, by the way, inside of the horse racing software, you can submit a support ticket. If you click that, it will go directly to Adam and then Adam will pick that up and he will answer that very, very quickly. Um, So I'm developing a later back strategies all in the pre-off from 10 minutes out to 30 seconds out according to official time. My question is in relation to take best price option when back testing is the best price the last traded price or is it the best lay price or is it reverse market price as in best back buy price? Ask Adam is what I've done. So we use the last traded price as that's the, the best reflection of what was actually happening in the market at the time. So you don't end up taking some Mickey Mouse price available. It's like taking whatever price is currently trading within that range you specify offer price is more like telling the software to wait for a specific price that you want like placing an unmatched bet and waiting for it to get matched like you would in lay the field for example where you might place multiple back bet multiple bets at say 1.55 and leave them sitting in the market this is explained more in more detail in the betting rules video so hopefully that answers your question um, and now we're going to get to the other questions in the in the form. And it's, I'm going to be honest, there's only two. So I don't think we're going to be that long today, guys. We are not going to be long. So as always, the questions are the same. What is your name? What are you struggling with when it comes to trading? The more detailed you are, the better your question, your, your answer will be. And then the bonus question, is there anything you want to ask me or not? I also do ask if you're a um, a member of Betfair Trading Community or not, and it's really interesting to see the um, just the, the sort of results on that one as well. That's just more from my sort of you know own standpoint. I want to know if members are using this or non-members are using this. I don't have. I'm not going to beat you up because you're a non-member um, asking these questions. I'm really not. I promise. Um, if you are interested, 56% of the people that use this are. Um, Members, 38% are not, and 6% are previous members. So, yeah, cool. Just thought I'd share that one with you. So, Aaron, his first, his first uh, 
question is, what are you struggling with? Spending time trawling through pre-match data. But I'm hoping to join BTC soon. Yes, Aaron, I'd love to have you. And that's one of the things that our stats software does. And I promise this isn't just a... I don't want this to just be a pitch about um, how good our software is. But when someone asks a question or mentions it, I will sort of just give another explanation because sometimes in life, if you don't fully understand what something can do and what something is, you just sort of default to what you do. You default to what your brain thinks it is. And sometimes that can be wrong. Sometimes it can be right. So our software actually speeds that up because you can put in your selection criteria and you can save that, and then you can get your match selections every single day really, really quickly. So, for example, I am testing out a new lay the draw at the moment, 20th of January, time of recording this, and I clicked into my search bar at the top of my browser. I use Safari because I'm a Mac user, and I love it, Uh, and I'm a proper Apple fanboy. I just typed in a dashboard. Well, actually, I'll tell a lie. I typed in football. And then it took me to the football stats page. And when I'm logged in, it doesn't automatically log me out. So I literally typed in football and then found the page with my mouse that is the football stats. Click that. took me straight into it, loaded up. Then I clicked my save strategies. I clicked um, the name of the strategy. And then it gave me all of the selections for the next five days. There was two today straight away. Boom. I knew them. Um, I knew what I needed to do with them. So that was great. And um, then I just went to Betfair and put the, the trades on. Um, that is a set and forget thing I'm testing. So yeah, that took me two minutes, two minutes. Um, the second question, I know the clue is in the name Betfair Trading Community, but do you ever use markets, BetDAC for high liquidity games where the commission is lower? A hundred percent I do. One hundred percent. Um, I actually use, um, Matchbook as well at the moment. Um, Adam brought this to our attention a couple of weeks ago saying that he's been tracking the, uh, liquidity on Matchbook, and a lot of the times it's leveling or getting very, very close to Betfair, which is amazing. Just because the name Betfair Trading Community is in our name doesn't mean we're not tied to Betfair in any way. We have no like affiliation or anything with them other than the name Betfair Trading Community, because Betfair was the first one, and I think everybody calls it Betfair Trading um, because that's what it is, and they started it. Uh, the other guys that are pushing them, and thank God they are, because Betfair's commission structure isn't really fair, is very, very cool. Um, so I am, yeah, I'm using Smarkets. I am using uh, Matchbook. Uh, back in the day, I used BetDAC a lot. Um, the only thing I've found with them is uh, the actual trade. <coughs> if, if you're using it for and you need a trading software for, for anything, then it's harder with those because there isn't any. Um, and I know Smarkit said that they were working on their own, but I, I find it's not really a problem. I'm waffling now. It's not really a problem. I use them. I actually really like the Smarkit's interface as well. I think it's great. And the commission is lower and it's just, yeah, it's great. And um, there's enough liquidity in a lot of the ones that I'm doing to, to be able to get in and out. Um, so thank you very much for your question, Aaron. That's um, two really, really good ones, that as well. Really, really good questions. Um, now we move on to the last question, which is from Alex. And the first one is losing runs. Discipline, sticking with a system that I've tested and know is profitable when it struggles. Oh, yeah, this is a really, really, really good one. This is a really good one. Like knowing is this is hard. This is really, really, really hard because as human beings, we are 
taught money is so valuable we need to look after it we need to protect it we need to do do, 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 lots of things with it you know it's so hard to gain and all that kind of stuff so when you're having a losing run it's very 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 difficult to to manage that um it's really really difficult to manage that now martin wrote a really really good blog post about this on bank management you know on how to handle your bank management um, which I will include in the um, into the show notes. Martin Bank Management uh, blog post. I'm just going to write that down so I don't forget it because I know I need to add that in. Um, but yeah, as far as I'm, as so for me, how I sort of handle that is I just always default back to the data. I default back to the data and I I try and compare it to see if it's still in the ranges that I've tested. So, for example, if I know that 70% of my goals are scored between a certain window on winning trades um, and I've tested that and losing trades as well and all that kind of stuff and I've got all of the data that you know, that backs it up, like uh, how many shots on target there were in that time period as well, all of that kind of stuff. I I just look at it and just check that everything is still going, is everything still going in the right direction? Is this just variance and is this just a rough patch? Because sometimes in games, for example, I might go on a three-game losing streak with my lay the draw strategy, okay? Now that hurts because laying hurts, uh, when you lose, especially when you lose one or two on the bounce. So what I'll then do is look through the data of those games and go, actually, if you compare it to, yes, they lost, but if you compare it to a lot of the winning trades, a lot of the data was the same. Okay, so there's no need to panic just yet, Ryan. I haven't I haven't made a massive loss on my bank. I haven't made a massive dent out of my bank. Let's just keep going and going and going and sticking with it. Now, it, become, it becomes a problem for me when that, winning that losing run starts to sort of edge towards the longest losing run I've ever had because that's one of the other things I look at what's my what's my longest losing run and then when I start to get to that point or I, I beat that then I will start to look at it so that's another stat that I don't think people look at enough is what's your longest losing run and then also spin that round to what happened after your longest losing run how many winning runs did you go on um, because I learned that actually from a Tony Robbins book about the S&P 500, where he said uh, about buying into the S&P 500 just religiously every single month, every single month, because the data tells us that the worst losing months are usually followed by the best months. And if you'd have stopped or sold, you'd have actually missed out on that. So that just sort of really hit home. And then I go, okay, well, how can I look at that and extract that information and put that into my own trading and then realised, actually, let's look at how long my losing runs are. So then when I'm in one, so if I'm in now and I've lost three and my highest losing run is eight, I go, okay, well, I've got to go some before I get to my highest losing run. So we're still good. If I get to 10 losers in a row, then it's like, okay, I should probably have a look at this. Um, I should probably definitely have a look at that. Okay, um, and then the next question is, can you tell me a little bit more about your tennis softwares that's never really mentioned? Um, it's the exact same setup as the football um, software. Um, so you can do exactly what you can with the the football. Um, just It's never really mentioned because we... So what happened with the tennis software is when we built a football software, we were looking at what to build next. We went to the community and said, you know, do you want horses or tennis? The majority of the community said tennis, so we built tennis. And then I'll be honest, it didn't really 
it didn't really take off. It didn't really get any any users. It did well, it didn't it got users, but it didn't really get loads and loads of users like we were expecting it to. And then once that was built, we moved on to the horse racing software that then really took off and lots of people loved that. So when you actually sign up to the BTC, um, if you sign up to $29.99 a month, plus VAT, I have to say that, um, package, you do get the tennis software included. Now, it is really, really powerful. I still use it every day, um, and it pulls in all the data that you need. You can save your filters, et cetera, et cetera. And we do have a tennis thread on the community, which people do use. Um, we will probably look at a, a, refre- a refresh of that. And then you also ask another question about, also, do you think you'll ever add cricket trading stats software to your repertoire? I would imagine so. Um, I would imagine that we will. The ta- the the process for us would probably be to uh, would like nearly reworked the um, the football software to now enable back testing on that. So we'll probably look at either bringing in cricket to that first after we've done the football, or we might look at some kind of automation software, or we might look at rejigging the tennis. Uh, I can't say for sure yet because it will depend on lots of different things, manpower um, as well, time um, to build because software isn't isn't a quick thing. Sadly, I wish we could just literally, I wish we could just chat GPT it and then get software built, but right now we can't. Um, and there's lots of different things that go into that. So, yeah, that was another great week. Um, I, I love this podcast. I really, really, really do enjoy this podcast. It's so. It's so liberating and so fun to just sort of hit record, answer your questions um, and just have a bit of fun with it. Um, So, yeah, I'm going to leave it there, guys. Like I say, it's a Friday now and I've recorded this. I will um, get it loaded up and put out um, ASAP. And I hope you all have an absolutely amazing weekend. And like I say, if you want to, you can use this as many times as you want. You know, Um, if you do, like if there's 20 questions, I'll answer all 20. It'll be a longer podcast, but I'll do it. If there's two, I'll do it. If there's none, then obviously I won't be recording a podcast. And if there is also none, I'm not going to just record a podcast of me just going, hi guys, there is no questions today. Thank you. Because that'll be quite sad. So have a fantastic weekend, week, whenever you're listening to this, and I will catch you next week for another one of these episodes. <laughs>